Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Friends and family, welcome back to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Yeah, Clark, Bobby Jean. You're here. In the studio, ready to go. So technically, this is, I think we're labeling it season two. It's our second Damn. year of the podcast, technically episode one. Premiere. But again, the premiere. That's right, the premiere. <laughs> so if you are listening to this like on iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you are watching this on YouTube, I want to let you know we are following yeah, the church reading plan. And so if you download mm-hmm. the Emmanuel Reformed Church app, at the very bottom, there's a daily Bible reading that has a yearly reading plan. And that's what we're following. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, the heart of it, right, is to read one chapter a day. We try to read the Bible, pray the Bible, write a verse down that the Holy Spirit lifts for us and yep. share it. And we want you to do the same. Yes, that's kind of the premise of Wake Before the Day is that we um, do the reading with you guys yeah. when we're at home. Mondays, we try to be in the studio so you could hear us, but... Um, and see us. And see us, yeah. yeah. But when we're at home, then you can see that, you know, the kids are running around, the dog's barking, the mail's being dropped off, um, and we're still just doing our one chapter a day and meeting yeah. the Lord. And it's not pretty sometimes. No, no. It's uh, entertaining usually, especially yeah. when the kids are in the background. And it doesn't have to be fancy. And no. so we're just, we're grateful to get to do that with you again, starting yeah. Now. And we hope that the Holy Spirit will use this to inspire you to have your own conversations yeah. with your roommates, your friends, your relatives, mm-hmm, family mm-hmm. members, whoever it is, but just read a chapter of the Bible. And even if you pay attention to, to one word that sticks out to you or one verse that mm-hmm, sticks out mm-hmm. to you, or you have a number of questions that lift, oftentimes that's the Holy Spirit working in and through the word of God. It's alive and active. Yeah. And you got to ask yourself, God, what are you trying to give me out of this? Mm-hmm. And and like we usually do in all the other podcasts, we try to begin most of our podcasts asking, what do we learn about God here? And after yeah. we examine what do we learn about God, you move to, then if that's true of God, what do we learn about ourselves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's where we're at. So as always, feel free to share the podcast, tell your friends about it, write a review. But we want to hear from you. What are you getting out of the scriptures? Yeah. And today we're in 1 Timothy 5. Yeah. So we're not, you know, we're not starting anywhere new. We're just like Clark said, following yep. along in the scripture reading Chugging plan. And so sometimes Testament. like Clark, <laughs> Clark said, it might be difficult or something might not lift. And so though there's questions that we're going to talk yeah. about and that's what we're going to talk about right now is just yeah. kind of what do we learn about God in this chapter? That's right. So mm-hmm. I, I think first Timothy five, yeah. if I could sum this up in one sentence, what I would say is the way you live your life greatly influences other people. Yeah. The way you live your life impacts other people. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, especially if you look at the first half of 1 Timothy 5, it talks about uh, meeting the physical needs of folks, especially right. family members. Mm-hmm. Then the second half of the chapter, it gets to more of the spiritual needs. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you read this, and so it says all about widows, elders, and slaves. Kind of like, like, what? What are you talking about, Clark? But mm-hmm. <laughs> then you kind of get into the meat of it and see, um, yeah, we're talking about the body of Christ, and we're talking about... Um, you know, how we can care when there's a need, because yeah. specifically something must have been going on, there's an issue they're addressing. Yep. But then also when you read about it, it's really um, kind of pushing this notion of taking care of your family, your family your, unit. Your biological like family. who is yep. in ha- inside your household. So whether you said roommate earlier, mm-hmm. you know... Um, 
whether that's uh, older brothers and sisters, whatever parents, it is. grandparents, aunts, uncles. Yep. Exactly. Like right now we're talking about widows too. But I mean, specifically, verses four and five really kind of nail the importance here of um, of taking care of people and living this life yeah. that Paul's talking about. And again, like we try to do often, we're asking the question, as you read this, hopefully you've read this before you hear our thoughts. You're asking yeah. the question, what do you learn about God? Yeah. And I think what we kind of discussed was God um, has this intimate, close relationship between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And he invites us to experience the same thing that he has just within himself. Hmm. And whether you are single, engaged, dating, married, widowed, like it's for all of us. Hmm. But you see from Genesis 1 till today, God has ordained change through the world through the family unit. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, who examples of that? Yeah, specifically, like Adam and Eve talking about, hey, I'm going to give you a family, your offspring, you're to rule and reign with me and, you know, um, Hmm. take care of everything I've given you. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. But then through Abraham, I'm going to use you, Father Abraham, to bless the world. You're going to have descendants as stars in the sky, sand in the seashore. But it talks about man and woman becoming one and having families and how you're supposed to treat your kids and how you're supposed to parent and what a godly marriage is supposed to look like. Hmm. So all this points us to ultimately our relationship with Jesus. But in 1 Timothy 5, he's saying, I'm inviting you in because you all have a family. Yeah. Or you all have mm-hmm. really close relatives or close roommates if maybe your earthly family is distant or not healthy or whatever, yeah. not here anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's still a word there that God's saying, I've ordained change to come through and the family unit supposed to be a blessing. Yeah. So that, that's one of the biggest takeaways. And then you're going to get to verses four and five, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was way ahead of you. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. Great. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents. For this is pleasing to God. The widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and ask to God for help. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty black and white. It's just like if you have family members who are in need, Mm -hmm. it's your responsibility to take care of them. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we're able to do that with joy. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, an enjoyment and seeking to bless our family members because they're our family members. Um, yeah, and really, I mean, this, Paul, it, yeah, it continues in verse 8 to talk about, like, this isn't just something I'm encouraging you to do. Yeah. Like, this is actually a pretty serious, like, notion if you call yourself a, a Christ follower. Yeah, read it to us. What does verse 8 say? Verse 8, if anyone does not provide for his relative and especially for his immediate family, he's denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. <laughs> Ouch, that's a pretty strong word. Yeah. And so really just honoring, I mean, in in different versions of this passage, it talks about honoring and cherishing um, the elderly people in your life Mm -hmm. and taking care of them. And those that have taken care of you that, I mean, the word repay is here, but really kind of that idea of the family unit. I'm right now, I'm thinking of a quote Grandpa Corby used to say all the time that, you know, the importance of the family unit and how the family unit is so important to Yahweh and how, yeah, so he uh, ordained this relationship with Adam and Eve and, and say, uh, Sarah and Abraham and then, and throughout the old Testament, but really like Jesus Christ came mm-hmm. not to a sports team, not to a corporation, yeah. not to a huge movement, not to a political party. He yeah. came to a peasant broken family, family. unit. Yeah. And it was out of that, yeah. that, 
you know, this miracle came. And so That's again, right. another example. I love yeah. it. So then as we had mentioned, the first half of this chapter is dealing with physical needs. So I guess mm-hmm. one question you could ask yourself, it's very practically is God, are there people in my family right by me that need my help? And what resources do I have to help love them as the way in which we live our life kind of points back to and confirms the authenticity of our faith. Yeah. The works do not save us. But as James talks about, when we have a genuine faith and we love God and we love mm. other people, the way we live our mm. life confirms what we have in our heart. So now the second half of the chapter mm. deals with more of the spiritual needs. It's talking about the elders, it's talking about what the scriptures talk about. Right. It's talking about um, faith and laying on of hands and uh, fighting yourself from sin and trying to keep pure. I think for me, the focus really comes back to the last two verses of this chapter. And it talks about how the sins of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them, but the sins of others trail behind them. Verse 25, in the same way, good deeds are obvious, Mm -hmm. and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. Mm -hmm. Meaning the way you live your life will greatly impact other people. Sometimes yeah. you will have sin that's right in front of your face and it's very blatant and you'll see the uh, sad effects of it. Yeah. Other times there are going to be generations of sin and your decisions today will impact more people than you realize for, for the bad. Mm-hmm. It's in sin. The generations of brokenness. Now on the flip side, let's talk about the good. If you have a, a love for the Lord and you follow the Lord mm-hmm. and you pass that on to your family, and to your kids, and to your grandkids, and you're seeking to honor the Lord, our prayer is that God would honor that and give you generations of faith and a godly legacy that's all about God and his kingdom. Yeah. And again, the, the ripple effects for the good mm-hmm. are going to go even beyond your eyesight, like that last verse says. There are some good deeds that are not obvious that cannot remain hidden forever, meaning mm-hmm. they might exceed your lifetime. Yeah. Some of the fruits might come of it later on. And mm-hmm. so it's important, though, to deal with things right here and now and try to repent and follow the Lord because down the road, there you're, you're going to see the ramifications of whatever decisions we yep. make today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think when, even in just thinking about this right now, we talked about how um, the truth will reveal itself. Yeah. And so whether it's for the good or whether it's for, you know, something that isn't as good that yeah. you're walking through. Well, that, talk about Legos. Yes. Legos. You had a great analogy. Did I? Yeah, working with yes. our kids in Legos. We missed a piece. <laughs> Legos, you guys. I didn't really play with Legos growing up, and so I'm I'm noticing that Legos are all about detail and accuracy, yeah, and just following instruction, like exactly how it is. And if you don't, right? You had a, a moment yes. with one of our kids the other day where you're in the process. Yes, and one little thing that's off um, will make will make it so the entire creation can't come together. And so even mm-hmm. if, you know, you missed one, you know, 3A and the placement of 3A yeah. and you're able to put, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight together, by the time you get to nine and 10, yeah. something's off. Like we're not like right. Like you don't have the hook to take the wing <laughs> yeah. to, for it to clamp into. You're like, wait a second, how am I supposed to attach a wing if there's no clamp to put the wing into? Exactly. I think that was so helpful because spiritually yep. speaking, like there might be a decision we make today that there seems to be good, like seeds were planted, mm. but then the water and the sunlight come and the growth doesn't really come until later. Sure. And sometimes we don't even get to see it, but yeah. we just trust that God's good. And the same yeah. thing with our sin. Yeah. So I thought, you know, Ephesians 5, this is really helpful talking about physically taking care of people. 
spiritually, being quick to repent, taking care of people. But yeah, First Timothy five. Yeah, first, what did I say? <laughs> Ephesians. Ephesians. Okay, sorry. Well, one last thought though, because yeah. now I'm remembering. Because what's so significant about that is because you have the gift of repentance, and yeah. so that's why we can actually we can come back. You know, we're using the analogy of the Legos. So come back. Let's fix the Lego. This is a good thing. We yep. found it before we got to step twelve. You know, we're okay. We're okay. And so is you know our walk with Christ. Is yeah. we don't we want to you know hold on to that spirit of pride and that spirit of self-righteousness and in our religion and our works righteousness, um, because we've got it all figured out when Jesus is saying, no, I've given you a much simpler, the gospel where mm-hmm. you can just say, I don't have it right. I'm sorry. And you can turn from that. And by the empowerment of the Holy spirit, we can live differently. Preach. And so that was, you know, all these moments with your kids, guys, <laughs> where the Holy spirit meets you. Anyway, We've and got a so lot of stories, yes. lots of good stuff in First Timothy five. Thanks yeah. so much for listening, yeah, you thanks guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, tune in on Wednesday. We'll uh, jump in again with you then. God bless you. See you later. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give Him His peace. Have a great day.